Welcome to the Sports Gloss with Justin and Jamal. Friday, November 3rd. Welcome to the Sports Gloss with Justin and Jamal. I'm Jamal Cox and I'm with a man who likes to steal from his kids' Halloween candy stash. Justin Kelly, say hi to the people. Daisy, what's up, man? Yeah, I might have I might have pulled out a couple of couple of coffee crisps maybe a maybe a loose starburst as mentioned last week the size of the fun size candy had diminished since last halloween in my opinion did you notice that inflation yeah yes it has it has diminished oh it's not good i did have a what was it maybe maybe a peanut m&ms a bag of peanut m&ms and i think there was three in there that's egregious. WTF? <laughs> Come on. You got to get a few more colors of the rainbow in that pack. Oh, my God. There's nothing there. Nothing there. How did... Uh, nice to see you. Friday night, recording the pod on a Friday night. Lots going on in our worlds, in the sporting worlds, and everyone in everyone's worlds. Thanks for listening so much. JC, how did Halloween treat you and yours? It was pretty good. The kids... Dante was fighting... Uh, I see of, you're still in costume two days later. <laughs> You know how I love to dress up. Uh, Dante was fighting a little bit of a cold this week, but we we still mustered up the energy to get him out there on Tuesday night and and run around for an hour or so and collect some bounty. But um, pushed him around in the wheelchair. (laughs) That would have been great. Just was like, what is that part of your costume? No, it's just an invalid that needs candy. But um, you know, FOMO, we got him out there. Nice. He uh, he missed a few days of school, but he he didn't miss the uh, the trick or treating. But uh, it was it was. I support good. that. I support that. <laughs> How about you? How'd it go? Yeah, same as you. Kind of had um, sort of an hour, hour and a half of power. Didn't belabor the point. Worked our worked our way around the neighborhood, and um, yeah, had a had a lovely time. It was all good. It wasn't overdone. And um, actually, the best part was after the aforementioned cruise around the neighborhood, and and that was really great. But then coming back to our place, I turned on the faux fire. You know the faux propane fire, yes. yeah. And we it. sat we sat there on the stoop with the the bag of or basket of give candies beside us, and the and my kids just met the trick or treaters as they came to the door, and we had a we had a blast. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Daddy had a couple of tinnies. We were looking at the costumes, talking about things, enjoying the the aforementioned propane heat. So that was kind of nice. That was my favorite part. I can't speak for my children, but that was my favorite part. Do you have any favorite costumes that you witnessed? Like any trick-or-treaters that caught your eye with their uh, their garb, with the sartorial tar- choices? Mm, great question. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Nothing leaps to mind out of the ordinary. There was some Star Wars-themed uh, stuff that came to my door, and then I stayed at home and handed out candy. There were some Star Wars things going on, but one that was very on-brand, and I... Should have. I wish I would have asked them this when I was handing out candy, but I was just so focused on getting the candy locked in. The bag. in. I was locked in. There were two girls that were tweens that had like uh, some sort of uh, Taylor Swift themed like T-shirts. Like they had written like some lyrics or something. I'm not okay. uh, not a Swifty, but they had something. Yeah, yeah. We're all gonna be soon. That's, soon. That's what the fucking the, go Chiefs. The big brother wants it. Yeah. So they had that going on. I was like, oh, yeah, Taylor Swift, cool, yeah. And I should have hit him with a line. I should have been like, so, Kelsey fan? Yeah. Are you listening to the Kelsey pod? Yeah. But, uh, but I didn't. But uh, that one caught my attention. There were, there were some fun ones. There, were some, there was a couple of creepy ones. There were a couple, couple of good ones, yeah. That must have been the most popular costumes for couples in North America, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, hey? I saw on social media that was Lots. a lot of people. A lot yeah, of Yeah, they that. even like didn't, uh, was it DeAndre Jordan of the uh, Denver Nuggets now was dressed up as- Taylor uh, Swift. As Swifty? Yeah. Without Travis Kelsey in his, in his costume. But yes, lots of that. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, yeah. it's funny. If you would have asked me like a couple of months ago, I thought Barbie and Ken would have been the huge, you know, the huge theme, but... They got pushed to the side. Kelsey and Swift, the real Barbie and Ken, just took <laughs> over. Um, how many trick-or-treaters at your door at the on the top floor of Little Owl Studios? We didn't have as many as I anticipated, actually. Mm. It was, I'd say if I had to ballpark it, maybe like 40? 40. 40. 
Yeah, nice round number. Yeah. More or less than previous years? Less. Hmm. Significantly less. I feel like last year, I, I as I said, I, I love to stay home and hand out the candy. I think it was probably 60 or more last year. Last year it was hopping. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. And it was, and it started later this year as well. So maybe it was just something, something going. Hmm. Yeah. So I like handing out the candy. And one of the things that stood out from this past Halloween that was really funny, a story I wanted to share, it was funny to me at least. First kid that came to my door, probably, I don't know, maybe... 14 15 he, he wasn't he didn't have his driver's license i can say that but he was definitely you know not in elementary school comes to my door no costume a come on b i get to the door my guy lays this line on me wait sorry this is like the first trick-or-treat first trick-or-treat is about you're trying six, to get it you're trying to get in the mood yeah it's about six i'm just kind of still snack like eating dinner yeah like just Getting in the mood, like yeah. watching some sports or whatever. Sure. <laughs> My guy comes to the door, brings the doorbell, whatever. I get there. No costume, A. B, you know what he says to me? What? Candy. <laughs> Not trick or treat, good evening, whatever. Mm. Candy. Mm. Just hits me with a candy. I, I don't like either of those attributes. If you're not wearing costume... Do we have right of refusal to not give out candy? Like you have to at least have like a, like a shitty mask. Oh yeah, you gotta have something. A hat, something, something, an like, effort. Like a, a, you know, a baseball bat. Ah, oh, I'm a baseball player. Like you got. I need a piece. <laughs> I need a piece of equipment in any sense. There's something minimum. Minimum. There's got to be something within your reach before you leave the house yeah. that could you could pass off. Yeah. As a costume, you can't just go out into the world and just go to people's doors and say candy, dressed in what you wore to school. And and what was your response when the young fella looked at you and said, "Candy"? I grabbed the three pieces of candy that I had, and I just kind of like laughed, like, and I put the candy in, and I had the bowl of candy in my hand, so he saw me reaching in and just kind of. You know, randomly giving him a few pieces of candy. You gave him three? Yeah. Should have gave him one. I know. I know. It's like tipping a waiter who did a bad job. Like (laughs) over to, oh, (laughs) they never filled our water glasses. I'll give him 20%. But yeah, so I'm hitting this guy with some candy. My guy escalates the whole situation. Come on. And he says, can I choose what candy you give me? Brazen. Brazen attitude by this young man. So I look at him. Should have kicked him down the stairs. <laughs> Long pause. I look at him slowly and I go, no. <laughs> and then I'm staring at him as I, sl- I'm staring at him as I slowly close the door in his face. <laughs> if you ask for it, I'm not giving it to you. Toodaloo, Brayden. <laughs> So that story is a good segue to our Q&A with J&J this week. Q&A with J&J brought to you by, officially, by our new pals at BetStamp. Want to corral your sports betting? Want to want to simplify what you're looking at? Want to get an easier viewpoint of the lines and the options you have available, available to you in your geographical area? Check out BetStamp. Jamal, give me the unofficial sponsor Q&A with J&J. Social media trolls. Come on, man. Low-hanging fruit, but I was in some comment threads this week reading uh, some clips on IG that were talking about, you know, the why exactly. Why? But (laughs) I was, like, just reading about some comments about what people felt about Victor Womanyama and Devin Booker talking a little bit of trash to uh, Jeremy Sohan and things like that. Do you engage? Do 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 you go back and forth? Typically, I don't. Occasionally... I, you know, it gets me, mm-hmm. and I and I do wade into those toxic waters. Jeez. But I'd say probably ninety nine out of a hundred times I don't. I just kind of read and just shake my head because there's no winning in those waters. I feel like I am. I don't feel like there's a way to win in those waters. No, no, you're not going to convince a troll to like to backtrack and say like, you know what? I see your point. Good job. I he, agree with he you, is sir. Young. <laughs> 
But there were just a few things I was reading this week where I was just like, you could not last five minutes on a basketball court with any of these people. No it's, way. It's like, I don't know if no any way. of you out there, any listeners have seen that clip of uh, Brian Scalabrini, ex-Boston uh, Celtic, who just took some USC sort of, Trojan. Yeah, he just uh, went one-on-one with a hater. I don't even know if he even stretched. And he, he just diced him. St- Sliced and diced. White Mamba handling business. He does some work. I listened to Brian Scalabrini scowl in my truck on Sirius Satellite on the NBA station. Him and Frank Isola from PTI are pretty good. I like like listening to them. They're funny. Frank Isola, tell me you're from New York without telling me you're from New York. Just if you if you don't know who Frank Isola is, then apologize for wasting thirty seconds of your time. And and we really do value value your time. You got a lot of podcast choices out there, and we're talking Frank Isola, and you don't know who he is. But does Frank Isola blatantly dye his hair just like right in our face, and yes. nobody calls him on it? Yes. Is that is that factual? It's factual. He's an Isola to himself. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> so the question this week, on the back of this Halloween talk, and these nonsense. Did, any, did anyone come to your door dressed as a dyed hair Frank Isola? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question, ladies and gentlemen. No, that didn't happen. But the real question is this: How old is too old to trick or treat? Yeah. Again, if you're if you're showing up in your Honda Accord, if you're dri- <laughs> if you're driving from door to door. Then no, no, no candy for me. I agree. No candy for me. You said earlier. Off You've got night. your learners. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Fourteen and a half. You're over under. Yeah. <laughs> Fourteen and a half is my over under. Shout out to Betstamp. <laughs> I take the under on that one. I agree. When I see some of these kids that are rolling through, when I see some of these kids rolling through looking for a handout and just shouting candy in my face, I'm like, you shouldn't be here, sir. It was mentioned earlier in the pod, but I mean, inflation, groceries have never been more expensive. I mean, people are out there looking to tuck some snacks away for the entire year in one fell swoop. If I get 189 pieces today and I just eat one a day for the next half year or so, I'm good. So we we established where the line is. 14 and a half. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're listening and you're 15... Don't come to my door. No way. <laughs> How was your week other than Halloween? We haven't chatted that much this week. We've been super busy. What's what's rolling with you? We had Halloween, and then shortly after Halloween, the next couple of nights, we had a little basketball. Now, Jamal, you'll be happy to hear that your favorite U11 girls night league team, we got our first win of the season. Let's go Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors, the Raptors have opened their account in the win column, and... Uh, Again, another building block moment on a Thursday night, and uh, raps are buzzing, JC. It's always nice to see the fruits of your labor, you know. Did you hit them with the champagne bath when they won? <laughs> no, no. No, no, just as many high fives as I could, and just keeping keeping the enthusiasm high, Jamal. Just trying to promote the raps, growth. Orange slices for all of you. Oh, You've rap. earned it. Raps are buzzing. Interesting. Again, I said this last week. I'll say it again briefly. So nice to be in a gym where maybe some of the parents are taking things far too seriously. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Enthusiasm that. is high with some folks, right? For obvious reasons. And I just I, I mentioned it last week. So nice to be in a lively gym. And and last night, man, parents are enjoying watching their children be athletic and um everyone's into it. It was uh, it's quite something. And yeah, again, check the bet stamp, Am. You wanna you wanna lay a couple fell jewels on the on the U eleven Raptors? <laughs> Shout out to Bet Stamp. I can admire it's that. on there. <laughs> I was gonna say I can admire that though, because you know what? You put so much time and energy into that and you wanna see your kids succeed. So sometimes your emotions get the best of you. Yeah. And then, you know, I'd rather On every you- shot. On every shot the team makes. <laughs> I'd rather see you care than not, but yeah. Yeah, true. I get it, but no, that that's great. Well, build on that success, and and I hope that uh, next time we meet, you know, you will uh, you'll be five hundred. It's been <laughs> exactly you know, it's been it's been a fun ride, and I'm enjoying enjoying every minute of it. As we look forward, now you, my friend, you have 
uh, quite something in the offering right now. You're about to embark on a little bit of a journey. Give the uh, give the listeners a taste. Yeah, you know, uh, in my 40s, and I don't often have a lot of firsts in my life, but this is one of them. This is my first time going to the 50th State of the Union. Shout out to Puerto Rico. Soon we'll have you. Um, <laughs> going to Hawaii this weekend. Going to Kauai, the island of Kauai. Really? Not Leonard. <laughs> Ah, you're going to Kauai. And sorry, this is your first time in Kauai? First time in Kauai, first time in the archipelago that is Hawaii. Mm. I look forward to your full review. You're excited? You're looking forward to this? Now, if I may be so bold, and I will. Always. For the sake of the pod. Yeah. To simplify, is it not a little early in the winter season to be heading to a tropical lands. No, don't get me wrong. I haven't been to Hawaii before myself, and I would take any opportunity to go. But if presented with the choice between going now in early November or at the end of January, I might ought to, again, just my opinion, I might ought to go later in the season when um, when, I'm, when I am feeling a little bit um, trapped by the conditions. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah. No, I'm with you. And you know what? That totally, totally tracks. Like, I would prefer, like, a February, like, when I'm at the nadir of my feelings, like, mm. just, like, just... That's what I was looking for. Thank all you. of the rain, all of the gray, yeah. all of the, like, wind, all of that shit has just got me down to the bottom. Yeah. And I can only... Seasonal depression. Yeah. Seasonal depression. Sad is real, and I feel it all the time. I've been using my... <laughs> Def- hey, relatable. Every morning I've been turning on my my every uh, morning, yep. <laughs> it's that my halo is my uh, my happy lamp yeah. by my bedside. It is early. The reason we're going is because you're school co- coordinating school about exactly the school yeah. that my uh, my partner and my lovely uh, partner works for. Um, they have a, a it's an independent school. It's a private school. They have a break. Right. So this upcoming Copy. week that um, also carries over into Remembrance Day. Sure. So this is our our travel weekend because Copy. I'm with you, man. Good for you. Good for you guys. Hey, again, no, uh, wasn't besmirching anything. Only uh, saying, God, you know, it's been nice here in Victoria. It's been nice. It's early, but you trying to shit on my Hawaii trip? <laughs> I'm actually not. <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, it's just like one of those things. I'm with you. Like it would be lovely, like you said, like January or February when you've got that post holiday yeah. season hangover. Yeah. Just get out of town and get some rays, yeah. get some of that vitamin D, get yeah. some of that thirty degree weather yeah. on a beach. What do you tell me? What you're looking forward to about Hawaii? Now, are you looking for a little poke and uh, poipu? That's right. We're going to poipu, staying in poipu, southern part of the island, and yeah, man, poke. Any sort of like, if I can find. Uh, food trucks with like some sort of like fresh fish like poke or Sounds some nice. sort of yeah like fish tacos or anything kind of like local catch of the day those kinds of vibes that's where i want to be this is the area you're headed to with your crew this is a, a rural area this is a city small city beachside community can you paint a little bit more of a picture yeah so this island they filmed a lot of the original jurassic park movie there hey now yeah so we're going to be we're you know we're gonna be on the beaten path, so we're gonna be in kind of like a res- like not a resort area. We're staying in the condo, but we're gonna be in like more of a touristy area, yep. not as rural. Um, but we do have the ability that we can go to some of those those areas in here. Are you a Jurassic? Are you a Jurassic Park guy? Since you brought it up, not really. You know, I saw it for the first time in my like thirties. Not when you were working at the theater. No, no, no. Great callback, but um, it was a, kind of a, a late adopter to the uh, to the Jurassic Park series and Michael Crichton's uh, masterpiece. But yeah, I think um, you know we might go to Waimea, like go to like one of the reservoirs where they've did some filming. Some of the other destinations are quite far. Like, kind of, I think like a lot of uh, Hawaiian islands, from what I've learned. Yeah. The major highways are kind of on the rim of the the island, so it's like you can't just like make a beeline yeah. to go like north and get to like everything. Kind of takes a little bit of uh, patience and some time for us Hallies to get where we want to get 
this is fun though. Your kids must be looking forward to this. Like to go Oh yeah. To go check out these areas that you just described. Like this was this is quite a hoot. Mix in a little bit of snorkeling, Heck, mix in a, nothing some, better than snorkeling in my yeah, opinion. Just see what we can see and then as well, like uh, Nico as I uh, you uh talked to him earlier, he's really into the fact that this place where we're staying has like I think six or eight like tennis courts nearby. He didn't mention that was his first mention. I know. So he's he's on the uh, on the train. He's been hanging out with dad a lot. So yeah. we'll we'll get in some tennis. But yeah, I think man, maybe some uh, dole whips. Maybe, uh, dole whips. Yeah. Love <laughs> Maybe a few other things. I'm I'm excited to see what the fair is like. Maybe some spam. I was gonna say some spam. <laughs> How long are you going? Leaving Sunday morning. Gonna be in the Vancouver airport for, for how long? I don't know, seven hours. And how long from Vancouver to destination? I think it's a five to six hour, depending on how the trade winds below. So yeah, it's gonna be a the long, cargo winds. The cargo be, winds. It's gonna be about twelve. It's funny because it's about the same travel time You're as a it traveler takes. Jamal. Bless your heart. I like to be jet set when I can. It's about the same amount of travel time it takes me to get to Virginia. Yeah. Um, when I go visit my my folks and family and friends. So it's kind of funny that, you know, we're going west, going back in time, seeing if I can find Chris Berman while I'm out there. And yeah, it's gonna take a long day. And it yeah. is the it is the fiftieth state of uh, of America. Yeah. They you know, Alaska beat of him the to the United, punch. Of the United States of America. Yeah. Alaska beat him to the punch, forty nine, Hawaii fifty. Hmm. You yeah. think you'll get do you think you'll get we will, I look forward to the report on this again but do you think you'll get that it feels like America like do you think you'll get that the pieces of when you go back to Virginia the Americana of it that you like maybe there's some you like maybe there's some you don't like but do you think it'll hit in the Americana category or will be will it be spam and beaches and and maybe not register part of the package when we get off the plane is you're you're greeted with a lay and and uh Hulk Kogan impersonator ripping his hulkamadius t-shirt so it's gonna feel like a bear i am a real mayor yeah, yeah. no just like i'm, <laughs> I'm bullshitting but accurate you know what? but accurate <laughs> i think it will because i think there'll be those common kind of things like i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna front like we've already like kind of earmarked like the next day because we're arriving late the next day we're gonna go to target and fucking costco and pick up those Accoutrement, those uh, those things that you need to survive. A little bit of Malibu rum, a little bit of fresh fish, you know, maybe some uh, pre-marinated barbecue to hit the grill, things like that. So there's going to be a lot of American besides just spinning those greenbacks. Yeah, I think, and you're going to meet. I'm sure I'll run into some Canadians for sure, for sure. But I think there's going to be those it's American vibes. I'm it's really curious to see yeah. how it is. I've never been there. And it is the most remote place in the country. It's weird to even say that it's part of the country. But yeah, I think it's going to be American vibes there. I, I really look forward to your breakdown as a as an uh, as a, an American, but now a permanent resident of Canada. And, soon uh, to be a citizen, by the way. Soon to be a citizen is what I was alluding to. So yeah, I look forward to that. Shout out to the head coach of the uh, the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, Timmy Chang. That's right. That's Timmy right. Chang, record setter, record setter. And uh, as we exit the segment, I take uh, the pack of avocados. At the Costco in Hawaii, I'll take. I'll set the over under at mm, three for six. Oh, that'd be lovely, and you know they're fresh. I'm just gonna say a couple of words before we go to break. The things that I want to taste and have: fresh pineapple, mm. pineapple syrup, lava flow cocktail, pina colada. Bring me what's a lava flow cocktail? Rum. And I'll tell you later. I yeah. can't remember. Okay. But yeah. There's... I do love a pina colada. That's one of my favorites. It's been a while since I've had one, but if I'm on an all-inclusive, I'll have a pina colada. Shouts to, to Jimmy Buffett at that big uh, uh, luau in the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, looking forward to those things. I'll hit you with the report. Let's take a break. Welcome back. Going to talk a little college football now, as we love to do in the fall and sports class. 
I'm going to recap what happened last week and then jump into what's going to happen this week. Kansas was the big talk of the week, defeating number six Oklahoma. First time the Jayhawks took down the Sooners in football since 1997. That's huge. I was still in high school trying to figure shit out. That's huge. Wow. Huge win for the University of Kansas, a basketball school over Oklahoma. Wow. This is a big one. No one saw this That's coming. That's fun. That's fun. That's the cool stuff about college football. Yeah. I thought it might have been close, but I didn't think that uh, Kansas would come out victorious, but they did. Bill Self coaching the Jayhawks or <laughs> Les Miles? I don't even know who their HC is. I don't know, yeah, but it doesn't matter. He's on cloud now and cloud nine right now. Jeez, no, that's a big win for them, and it kind of changes the whole picture in that conference. So we'll see how things play out. Oklahoma, maybe. You, you and I were really excited on Oklahoma yeah. a couple weeks ago when they beat Texas in the Cotton Bowl. That was kind of hype. You and I were feeling that. And then for them to lose to Kansas again, as I said, that is the cool shit about college football. That's what brings it so much oomph. Every week has so much impact on the final result. It's not like college, or sorry, not like NFL where – you know, you're building towards that playoff where you're seven teams in each oh, every uh, game is game. every game is important in college football. That is what makes it so wonderful. Let's before we move forward, let's go back for again to last hour to JC just for a second, just for a second to get your thoughts. So so Oregon goes to Rice Eccles Stadium. They play the Utes of Utah. I said, as I always do, gimme the Utes, gimme the Utes. Boy, <laughs> did I look foolish. And and the Ducks do really well they do really well we were we were really excited on on washington's win over oregon since then washington's looked a little shaky the dogs of washington have looked a little shaky and the ducks of eugene have looked pretty strong in the last few weeks i think we're going to see these two teams play again in vegas at the the what it will be the the penultimate and the finale of the the Pac-12 championships that game between the Ducks and the Dogs cross my fingers knock on wood is going to be an absolute cracker an absolute dandy yeah we're hoping we'll get back there you know Oregon comes in we thought it was going to be close and Bo Nix he fucks he doesn't soak he came in he took care of business at SLC wow wow (laughs) wow USC beats Again, the sports glosses, Berkeley Bears being a former San Francisco resident. You know my attachment to Berkeley. So USC goes into Memorial Stadium, and and the Bears had him. Marshawn Lynch, Aaron Rodgers, Kalen Vandershilden, they had him. Their grasp (laughs) was on him. Keenan Allen. But they, Keenan Allen, thank you. Aaron Rodgers. I said A-Rod, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) But they they slipped out. They slipped out. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to this. Leon Posharif (laughs) Abdul-Rahim. It came down to Jalen Brown, <laughs> Berkeley, uh, Cal. They they went for two at the end and just couldn't get it done. Yeah. Fifty forty nine USC. I like that they went for it. Yeah, they it, went for it. Let's give them that. Yeah, they the, they almost beat USC on home on home soil and they they went for it. And the two point conversion last play of the game, they went searching for a W, and I respect it. And why not? They were the better team, honestly. Throughout throughout the day, USC really just kind of escaped and. And live to fight another day. And we'll talk about who they got next in just a moment. Your boy. Not really your boy. But I want to talk about Dabo Sweeney. And what he said on air this week on his radio station. Radio show I should say. So. Can if you, you haven't heard this already. Yeah. I'll just give a little bit of context. Basically. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. Maybe Tyler from Spartanburg. He's somewhere at Spartanburg SC. And. A guy came on and basically just challenged Dabo. Dabo went back right at him, talked about how Clemson has been, you know, kind of the creme to the creme for many years and it's fallen on tough times as of late. This is the head coach Dabo talking to a fan. Yeah. And it was, he he came out guns a-blazing. And my question to you, without recapping everything he said, was, is he right to come back at the fan and say your expectations are too high of this football team. He makes eleven and a half milli a year to coach this football team, to recruit young men to come and play for the Clemson Tigers in Death Valley. Is he doing too much by attacking this caller? Yeah. Yeah, he is doing too much. He's frustrated in that moment. They're they're four and four. 
this this caller and as we all know college football in the south is number one on everybody's list yes sir and and Dabo, the head coach here who does make 11 and a half million a year he's feeling frustrated and he's he's reacting he's i think i think i think he's being a little bit defensive and and that's how he's reacting jc like yeah no it's i agree these 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 coaches and there's a lot of entitlement in here in a lot of different areas as i was going to mention later talking bobby knight but there's a lot of entitlement here right we're going to get into michigan in a second that's going to be a hard one for me to talk about but entitlement is high here yeah clemson two titles in seven years after 30 plus years of not winning anything at that that level and you know they want to be in there with the georges and the alabamas of the world right now and it's a fickle sport. Fans are fickle, as we talked about earlier, with social media and such. And I think that, man, it was a bit harsh. And I think he felt like he was kind of backed up in the corner and, and said what he said. But let's see what they can do this week against Notre Dame. Before you go to Hawaii, um, I, <laughs> I do hope you you go Sunday morning. So Yes, sir. Yeah, so... What are you looking forward to tomorrow? You got any college football games on the docket, JC? Looking forward to tomorrow morning? Like, what are you looking forward to tomorrow? In a perfect world, what are you watching? What are you interested in? Because I, I have some thoughts, and they revolve around a little bit, like 4.30 Pacific time. I don't know okay. I don't know where that'll strike you when you are 35,000 feet high, but, but what are you looking forward to tomorrow? There's a few games I got lined up. There's five games in particular that really caught my eye this week. The kind of starting, I think, chronologically, the first one is Kansas State's going into Austin. Number 25, Kansas State's going in to play against number seven, Texas. Texas, three points favorites. I think Texas, I think Kansas, I think Kansas State covers. Yeah, okay. I think Kansas State might come out on top. This is, this is a mm-hmm. Kansas State. They'll punch you in the mouth. They run the ball. They do what they do. You know your boy um, from Kansas State, who the point guard of Kansas State in the NCAA tournament? Our boy. Marquise Noel. That's it. Noel. Raptor now. He's a Raptor. He, I haven't seen him on the floor yet. Have you? No. Okay. Go back to Kansas State football team. <laughs> I think Kansas State, um, I believe Malik Murphy is going to still have the reins there for Texas as Quinn Ewers is sorting out his, his shoulder. I think that's a big factor. You know what? If I was you taking Kansas State I'm and taking the, Kansas and the State points? to cover, Good yeah, for you. I'm Kansas State to cover, staying in that same kind of general vicinity, Mizzou, uh, Missouri. If you're nasty, they're going over to play in Athens, play in Georgia. Georgia's fourteen and a half point favorites. Mizzou's fourteen. Georgia's well, they're ranked number one, but in the in the CFB poll, I think they're they're two behind ohio state which we could talk about more as that like you know as the season kind of unfurls but the first one came out on tuesday they're gonna do yeah yeah i think i like mizzou to cover here you do yeah shout out to your friend pat went to mizzou yeah big time like mizzou's done really well this year no uh brock bowers best tight end in the nation for georgia so mizzou's gonna cover here and then this is a big one. Big one. Before we get into like the West Coast games. The last this is time, the biggest game. This might be the biggest game of the day to me. For the final time. Oklahoma, number 10 in the land, going to Stillwater to play against Oklahoma State. Bedlam, as they call it. This big, might be the last time. Yeah. Shout out to your cousin Alvin. Yeah. This is always a big one. Yeah. There's a lot of hate here. There's a lot of animosity between these two uh, universities and, and these football teams. And so you know, the question is, who you got? They've I got like, a great. I like OSU. They've got a great running back. Um, they always do. They find a way to to chalk up the yards there. You know, Oklahoma six point favorites. There's there's been a lot of uh, bulletin board material. They had a a player that is on the I think defensive line from Oklahoma transferred from Oklahoma State and said some uh, some fighting words if you will this week so Oklahoma State's definitely got their backup who you got I'm taking I'm taking OSU and Desmond Howard I'm taking the Cowboys let's go I'm going to okay pokes okay they're gonna win it okay keeping along moving to the west coast the big one out west Washington your team, UW, Seattle, represent Huskies. 
playing down in LA against USC. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow afternoon, 4.30 Pacific. Here's what we have, JC. We've got UW versus USC in Southern California. Yes. We've got Alabama versus LSU. Our guy, well, sort of our guy, Brian Kelly, and the LSU Tigers. (laughs) Yeah. And that game's in Tuscaloosa, we believe. Yes. And then thirdly, we've got Michigan versus Purdue, where Michigan is a a 32-and-a-half point favorite. (laughs) Have they played anyone all year? No. No. (laughs) You can only play who's on the schedule. No. I got it. So that's 4.30. Those three games kick off tomorrow, 4.30, 4.45. And I'm I'm excited for that window. I'm going to probably pause one of those games and watch a little bit. But that's that's going to be a fun bracket, JC. I don't have too much on the do- I don't have too much on the docket. I'm not I'm not knee deep in an airport waiting room. So I'm yeah. I'm going to get out there. I'm actually was that a flat topping reference? Yeah, you get motion? the flat stuff going. Absolutely, it's taco night tomorrow night. You know, I'm actually leaving Sunday, so I might try to scoot over. I'd love that. Yeah, I'd love that too. There's a lot of ha- lot happened. Last week was a bit of a quiet week in college football, aside from that upset we talked about earlier. But I, like you said, I think that's going to be a prime time. Lots of points on the board. Washington, USC. Neither team really defends really well. I'm taking Washington, but I think it's going to be a shootout. LSU, their quarterback has kind of emerged as one of the uh, preeminent you know, Heisman candidates right now. So is that Zach Mettenberg? Oh man, the statue. No. The joke. That's a joke. Mettenberg, that's great. Um Jaden Daniels, I think is his name. Yeah. And uh He's good. He's solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's been really efficient for that team. Uh neighbors, their wide receiver is really solid. Alabama's Alabama. Defense is really good. Let's see if Milrow can make some plays at quarterback. Bama's three-point favorite. They're at home. I think it's a 6.45 p.m. start. You know it's going to be wild down there. Oh, I love, I love. We're here on a Friday night recording, and whenever you listen to this, you listen to this, but I love that college football Saturday, that it's got that pop, it's got that zing. It's the best. It is. I think Bama wins, but I'm cheering for... LSU, go Tigers. You are. Yeah, go Tigers. Okay, okay. Oh, what a week to have a Michigan Minute, JC. Hang with me. We're going to talk this out. Lots going on, lots of moving parts. Every day is a windy road, like Cheryl Crow said, and there's uh, there's new information coming to the surface every day, JC. So last week we talked about Connor Stallions, Michigan staffer who wrote this paper about the Michigan Manifesto because he's just that kind of guy. Then, I don't know, Monday, Monday, I'll I'll try my best to keep it brief. Monday we see the aforementioned Connor Stallions in a Central Michigan University hat and sunglasses and <laughs> team-issued t-shirt that not everyone gets. So then fast forward a day and, 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 JC, and... Go Chippewas. Yeah, and, and then now it's come out that maybe this guy has um, I mean everyone's doing this but maybe this guy is somehow connected to Ohio State Ryan Day has found out who this guy is and he wants this guy like off like it's it's shady business fast forward to Friday afternoon Connor Sellins has been fired we don't know what's going on with Jim Harbaugh because a little while ago Jim Harbaugh was about to sign the biggest contract the highest paying contract in the Big 10 for a for a football head coach that has it sounds like that's been dropped now maybe he's going to end up as the head coach of the Oakland Las Vegas Raiders yeah apologies right the Raiders he could be like the coach of the Raiders like we don't know every day every day is a windy road JC you know I'm biased but like this Michigan story it's so fucked up it's messy it's messy 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 but you know what they have the football team has come out whether harbaugh has been on sidelines or not whether these allegations have been looming like an albatross or not and they have taken care of business Mm -hmm. on the field Mm -hmm. so uh credit to those those players for getting to where they are they're undefeated they're an elite team Going to be in the mix for the championship. But that's the rub. 
So is the Big Ten going to discipline them now and say, like, suspend Harbaugh for a couple of games? Or or because of what you just said, they're the best team in the Big Ten, I'm, I'm sort of softly promoting that. We we still got to play Ohio State. I'm not overlooking that. That We got Penn State coming up soon. That's a big game. I'm using we speak. But, but <laughs> with all that's going on with the Michigan program and Jim yeah. Harbaugh, like this is, but this is rarefied air. Again, Jim Harbaugh was suspended for the first three games of the season. Yep. Fast forward now, we got this Connor Stallion uh, sign stealing thing that I think everyone is doing. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it, but the Michigan Wolverines are dumb enough to get caught. We're going streaking. So, so they must deal with that the penalty and the consequences that a consequence of that and i think that's fair jc but this is just yes every day it's so murky man it's so murky anyway they play purdue tomorrow i think I we're said, hanging in we're hanging in we're hanging in. Thread. i think i said it before and coke I'm, bottle jim <laughs> he might be blind but he knows a he knows a he knows a low-level staffer with a with an option right when he sees him he knows when to play dumb and when not to. I think that, you know, I said it before, I said it again. I think that the powers that be will look the other way until Penn State and then Ohio State game happens and then maybe have the retroactive penalties come into place. And you know what? If uh, I'm curious to see, and we can talk more about this down the road, Jim Harbaugh, maybe this is it. Maybe he just says, you know what? The heat's too fucking hot. Mm-hmm. And he just jumps ship mm-hmm. later in the, the year. The heat is on. Da, 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 da. Yeah, love that. Let's get out in a second, but I just want to say one more thing. Next year, the Pac-10 joins. The Pac-12 joins the Big Ten. Yep. Like, that's going to change everything in college football. Like, next year, college football is a totally different animal. Correct. entirely different the playoff format is different all these teams in the pac 12 are jumping into the big into the big 10 it's going to be a, an absolute shit show next year we've talked about it before in three or four years we're going to be used to that but next year is going to be the wild wild west maybe this is the time that that michigan football and jim harbaugh like maybe this is the this is this little moment also nll nil in, in the last couple of years has got so wonky jc like Again, man, it's it's it, it, everything's above board now. Like, you want a Tahoe? Let's get a Tahoe. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Call Colin Kaepernick and find a team. That's what I gotta say for Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> true enough. True enough. <laughs> Let's take a break. Welcome back to the Sports Thoughts with Justin Jamal. We're going to talk some NBA early season, but let's overreact because that's what I love doing, JK. Knee-jerk reactions to the games I watched all week as if I'm an expert and I'm talking like I know what I'm saying. Go on. James Harden got traded this week. We knew this was going to happen. James Harden isn't the story of the week, Jamal. The story of the week is Wemby. Oh, let's push right. okay. push James Harden okay. down right. down for a second. Let's talk Wemby. Oh, I love to talk Wemby. Wemby has now beaten the the Phoenix Suns and the Easy Money Sniper KD, your boy Book. Like now, Wemby scored thirty eight last night. Yeah. If you came home late on when was trick or treating night? Tuesday. Tuesday. You put your kids to sleep, you're eating their candy, and you just stumbled into watching <laughs> the Suns Spurs in game three of the NBA season. Great fucking game. It was a great game. That went down to the wire. Great game. Don't fall asleep and then wake up for the end like a lot of people did. I know. I had. I know. I know. No. <laughs> you're going to ask? I didn't. Just heard from a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought. San Antonio, you know, this is a year that they're building and we're not expecting them to do a lot of damage here. Phoenix, they're supposed to be a team that's going to be in the Knicks. <laughs> they got them twice this week in their arena. House. Yeah, that's the other thing. First game, uh, Wimby was decent, but last night he put on a show. And it was an 
Easy 38. I watched that game. I watched that game too. I watched the fourth quarter and overtime last night. It was an easy. It was an overtime. Apologies. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, prior night, I think, was, but like it was an easy 38. And what I mean by that was uh, lots of lobs, mismatches, too small. I'm waiting for Wimby to do the too small sign on like anyone. He won't. He's too 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 smart. He's too classy. Yeah. Yeah. But like uh, you've seen it um, if you've been in the uh, social media world the past few days in, in the NBA. Uh, you know, Instagram or what have you. I'm, I'm sure you've seen just these photos that are kind of hilarious, like seven foot Kevin Durant looking, you know, being dwarfed by Victor Wimanyama. Seven uh, foot four. Seven foot four. All those limbs just sort of colliding around the basket. A lot of leverage in all those those limbs. And there's been a lot of talk as well as uh, Wimanyama has, you know, uh, has studied. Durant's game as one would do with that kind of body type prior to playing him and I saw post game there was a lot of just kind of jokes and things like that with the players and lots of respect and and you can see right now that you know we love hype but Wimby man (laughs) some I saw the the great like tweet or whatever today was like this is the worst he'll be at basketball yeah and like just like yeah. sitting on that and thinking for a while, he's nineteen, and you can yep. see him. Like yep. I, you see moments when he's at the free throw line, and uh, the crowd's kind of heckling Mm-mm. him and Mm-mm. things like that. Mm-mm. Go ahead, go ahead. Those aren't the moment that I. Those aren't the moments that I like, Jamal. What I like when I watch him last night was the way in in clutch moments, and he was obviously cooking last night. He hit a three. It looked really smooth. He got low on the block. He, he took the ball and sort of only had it for a moment, but got a foul and drew drew a couple of free throws. But what I really like best about him and what what I haven't seen enough, I'm not going to act like I watch Wimbayama play in France for Tony Parker's team. I'm not, not going to act like I, I've seen that. But when I watched him last night against the Suns again for the second time in three days, man, his hands are so smooth. Yeah. They can be really silky and loose. He hit a three-pointer that was not quite the nail in the coffin but it was a a serious dagger and that was a smooth looking three-pointer with time at the arc as a seven foot four person and then he had a really 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 quick catch and shoot at the uh, at the junction at the free throw junction and it was quick and it was smooth and it was fast and it was deliberate and it was a butter and that was the actual nail in the coffin like that was the dagger of the game and he did both of those things all three of those things really well and 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 again, not like watch a ton of Wimbayama, but when I watched that last night, I was like, "Oh, this guy! Like this guy is is moving, he's grooving, and he's got he's got the hands for the job." Can I talk two things really quick on him? Please go quick. I'll talk present and future. Mm. One thing that I've noticed he's done a few times that really is super fascinating to me, like along with what you talked about, because I totally agree. He is already elite at using the rim and the backboard as a way to kind of basically like shade or fend off his defender Mm. there's been a few reverse dunks or layups Mm -hmm. a la julius Irvin, the doctor himself Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. in the day Mm -hmm. where he kind of just like you think oh what is he doing he's going behind the backboard and then he just dunks it or lays it in and We have never seen an eight-foot wingspan. We've never seen this kind of coordination. We've never seen these kind of things. He's doing things like people say. It's like video game shit. And that's amazing for him to have that kind of imagination and confidence to do those things. And the other thing I want to say with the future is I want him to get some fuck you. I want him to get... That, yeah. men, that grit and that mentality. He's a nice kid. He's 19. Maybe he gets there. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't need to. But I want him to get that, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and yep. say it. I'm not a Kobe yep. guy, but that Mamba mentality. Yep. And I think if he gets that grit and that edge, sky's the limit. Yeah, he's got it. He needs a little bit more strength too. But what he needs is not big bulky strength. He needs that Kevin Durant, the aforementioned Kevin Durant, exactly. sinewy, strong, that flexibility. He needs he needs that body type, right? Like that's what he needs. And again, he's five inches taller than KD. And wild. And and the reason why KD is so goddamn good is because even even if you're able to stay in front of him defensively, which is a big even if. 
he can just stroke it right on your face because he's seven, he's six eleven, and he can his he's got the wingspan of a seven footer, right? So that's why KD is maybe maybe the best scorer of all time is because he can do that. You put a tough, strong, aggressive, shorter player on him, and even if that player stops him, KD can rise up with his leverage and put it right in your fucking eye, and it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, he can put you in a torture chamber. So and when by I'm at 7-4, toodaloo, Braden. <laughs> there were moments where it looked like... You know what of, I'm saying, though, JC? Like, he's oh, that. Yeah. yeah. There were moments where it looked like youth ball. Like, he got a switch, and then, like... They're just throwing the lob into him, and it's just it's candy. Like he's just dipping. Yeah. Candy is dandy. Candy is dandy. Yeah. What Let's else would the early early days of the NBA season interest you? I like James Harden saying the other day, "I'm not a business. I'm a what's the what's Jay Z's line? <laughs> I'm not a business. I'm a business this man. I'm, I'm not a system. system player. I am a system." He's anything? delusional. Anything? He's delusional. Quickly, let's go through the NBA quickly, JC. We were perseverated too long on uh, on all that is. I mean, yes, but. <laughs> Wemby. The all that is Wemby. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is a catastrophe. I'll just keep it at that. We'll talk more about the Clippers later on, but I think that they have made a huge mistake. My guy, Steve Ballmer, what are you doing? We got Kawhi. We got PG-13. We've got Russ. Former yeah. MVP, and now we've got his former uh, Oklahoma City Thunder teammate, James Harden. The system there now. Russ seems ha- it seems like it seems like been a while since I was an NBA NBA GM, but it seems like that seems like too much to me. Too many cooks. You can only play with one basketball at a time. You've got a lot of guys that are ball dominant. I mean, when you just come there's in, there's no say, way this works. No. There's no way. When my guy comes in and says, "I am a system," you, I don't yeah, expect him walrus. to to spread the ball around. Paul George was cooking the other night. He was looked really good in the games I've seen him this year. Russ has been rejuvenated. He's been cooking. He's been great. Certainly. And now you're gonna Certainly. fuck it up. Yeah, I know. So let's just see what happens. I know it's gonna happen. Five seed <laughs> and uh, diabolical end in two years when they have no draft picks but anyway we'll talk about that more down the road i want to talk and dance on the grave of the memphis grizzlies not vancouver the grizzlies the the grizzlies there's a new team in town grizzlies oh and six after tonight thoughts jk well they're not the vancouver grizzlies (laughs) what's happening with john morant these days he he, Uh, he's got 19 more games or he can't yeah So he's not playing. He's not playing, and they're feeling it. Steven Adams is out for the year with an injury. right. Desmond Bain's trying to carry the torch. Triple J is doing what he can. Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, Marcus Smart's, uh, you know, in the fold, but it hasn't. uh, He's he's Marcus Smart's sinking in the barbecue. (laughs) Dare I say they miss Villain Brooks? Hmm. Maybe I'm doing too much there. You might be, but it's it's quite a reasonable point. But to start 0-6 in a team that was a contender and really formidable last year, and yes, your best player is out due to uh, you know off-the-court off stuff, this is bad. This is bad. I know there's you know 70-plus games left, but... No <laughs> only, one, se- only 70-plus. <laughs> no one wants to start 0-6. Let's do one more, and then let's get out wraps. I know you've watched a few of the wraps games. You sent me late-night text messages. <laughs> Talk to me about, about the rap. basketball. About talk basketball. To, talk to me about the raps. Talk to me about the raps. What are your thoughts on the raps? My quick raps thoughts are this: OJ Ananobi, get rid of him. Hmm. He's got to go. Pascal's too inconsistent. Ananobi, we've talked about it. Him being dangled as uh, trade bait for years. I think now's the time to cut the cord. Move him on. I don't see what he brings. He's defensive. Uh, he's long, but he misses open threes. I don't know, man. I feel like the Raps, you're at best a, I don't know, five, six seed, nah, maybe. It's high. it's high. This and like. It's high, you're high. <laughs> Spicy P is inconsistent. Um, Grady Dick occasionally explodes, but he's not that guy yet. It's early. It's early. It's early for Dick. I will say it is. I will say this. I really like two players on their team right now. Schroeder has been awesome. Has yeah. been an assist machine. Yeah, I really like Schroeder. He's, You've always loved a German, though. Uh, yeah, I do for sure. 
I love Schroeder and I love, love, love Scotty Barnes. Build your team around Scotty yeah. Barnes. Yeah. Be smart about it. You got to steal. So far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah, but I think there's a long road to hoe. I think they're a 500 team ultimately. Let's take a break. Cool. Welcome back to Sports Class with Justin Jamal. We're going to do the best of the rest as we love to do. We're going to cruise through a few things. NFL trade deadline came across this week. Chase Young moves from the Washington Commanders to the San Francisco 49ers. Your thoughts? Mm, big, like, San Fran's going for it. The commies are out. Like, Chase Young's a good player. And even though San Fran's lost the last three games, I think they lost the last yeah, three games. Which not is, so purdy. Yeah. Which, ooh, nice. Which is, um, they're beefing up the trade deadline. deadline. Anyway, yeah, whatever. Yeah, go on. I think it could be good. I like Chase Young a lot. I kind of fell in love with him when he was at OSU. I said it. Yeah. I think he could be a, a player that puts him over the top. So we'll see what happens. Josh Dobbs has been pretty good filling in for Kyler Murray in his absence this season in Arizona. So good they traded him to Miami, to <laughs> Minneapolis. Yeah, if you don't know, now you know Kirk Cousins. We love Kirk. You like that? <laughs> Torres Achilles. That's going around these days. Yeah. And uh, they got Dobbs kind of filling. Minnesota's a 500 team ah, in a bad division. Sure. Josh, I, I really like Josh Dobbs. I really like Josh Dobbs. He's wicked knows? smart. Can he? He's wicked smart. Can he do enough to get them in the playoffs? Your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Josh Dobbs so much. Check the bet stamp app slash SG the sports gloss. But I think Minnesota is going to make the playoffs with Josh Dobbs. Ooh, yeah, yeah. They yep. could do it. They could do it. Yep. That's a bad division. I think uh, anything's possible, and he's a serviceable quarterback. I, I admire his lack of eyebrows. Hey, who needs them? <laughs> who needs them? When you're in the playoffs, who needs eyebrows? <laughs> I know. He's got alopecia. I'm being a dick. No, he's a genius, though. 4.0 student, if you haven't heard, and we talked about it before, loves aerospace uh, dynamics and NASA. So, hey, let's go. How much of the World Series did you watch? None. Me neither, man. But there I didn't were a lot watch of any. I didn't were, watch any. There were a lot Usually of runs scored. Usually, I watched some. I didn't watch any. Apparently, no one else did because this was like the least watched <sighs> World Series in a number of years. A yeah. Number of years. Texas Rangers get it done for the first time ever in their history. Shouts to Nolan Ryan. What are your thoughts there? Mm. Mm. I didn't watch any. <laughs> I didn't watch any. I don't have any real thoughts. Normally, I'll at least watch a couple games of the World Series. I just didn't. Yeah. Yeah, same. I didn't really watch any either. There's so much going on this week, and that series kind of went quickly. I think it was 4-1, to one, Tejas. Back to the Raiders for a second. How, oh, do you yeah. rem- how do you remember Antonio Pierce? Yeah, Antonio Pierce, if you don't know, uh, Josh McDaniel got it fired in the uh, dead of night, and uh, Antonio Pierce ex- uh, New York Giants yes. linebacker. I think also maybe a Washington football team, or we're not going to talk about their former name. Um, this dude is intense as fuck. I love him. The press conference is. I remember legendary. him as a giant. Yeah, yeah. I remember as a giant. He's an intense dude, handsome guy. He relatable for you and I. Yes, of course. This press conference was legendary though because he's talking about how he grew up in Compton, how he grew up listening to NWA. If you don't know what MWA is, look it up. You should know. Everybody knows that, don't they? <laughs> Straight out of Compton. Crazy, Crazy motherfucker my- named Ice Cube. My band's name. <laughs> exactly. And he's just saying, I was born to be a Raider. Neat. And I think, if anything, a team that's been flagging. <laughs> kind of like that. And has talent. Devontae Adams. Max Crosby. I think the Raiders are going to win this weekend. Call it. Easy. Lock it up. Easy. Lock it down. Pull out your bet stamp, Bam. Lock it in. <laughs> Jamal's parlay of the weekend. <laughs> Take the Raiders' money line. I'm serious. Heck yeah. So, no, I'm curious to see if they get that little boost from the new coach, but I think it's a great move. Josh McDaniels, shitty in Denver, shitty in, in Oakland, or sorry, in Las Vegas. Time, time for that visor to rest. <laughs> That's true. He is a visor. Wrap that visor up and beat it, Josh. <laughs> New England could use some help on the offensive well, side. Well, <laughs> welcome back, Josh. So, otherwise, uh, 
kind of swaying things locally. Christine Sinclair, we talked about it. Had an epistle coming in penultimate game with uh, the Canadian national team. Tickets went on sale for that jaunt in Langford. Sold out in less than 10 minutes. The game is on, the match is on December 2nd. It's sold out in three minutes. Three. Trace? See, si, verdad? Wow. I, put, I, I threw down the uh, the sports glasses visa and I couldn't even get in, JC. Harder to get than Swifty tickets. I- but no, that's great. If you were so inclined, if you were lucky enough to be in the arena and uh, and see her in Langford, please uh, follow up with us and let us know how it goes. Uh, it's going to be exciting. See we might try and get on the tickets. Eh? We, might, we might sneak in there. You can pull some things, press pass. You know some people at uh, Rugby Canada, right? I do, actually. <laughs> I do. Let's stay in, let's stay local, but let's stay MLS on Sunday at four thirty local Pacific. The Vancouver Whitecaps play their second game against LAFC, Will Farrell's favorite team. And I just read today they've actually opened up BC Place. They they're opened up the the upper deck for the first time ever. Eleven upper decker. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they've got twenty six thousand K plus now. Love it tonight. Or they will have the space for that on Sunday. And and the Whitecaps are buzzing, man. If they lose, it's over. It was all a dream. But I like that the Caps, like, let's do it. Open the upper deck. Let's see what happens. No, it's great. Like, have as many people as you can come and be uh, loud in voice and see if we can send L.A. Uh, back home with a with an L. We've also got Sunday in Vancouver where you were a couple weeks ago. I'm sure you'll be there again more sooner than I. But uh, we've also got the BC Lions in a playoff game tomorrow on yes. Sunday afternoon. We've got the Canucks playing Saturday night. And then we've got the Vancouver Whitecaps, the local soccer team, are one of our favorite teams in the gloss on, on Sunday afternoon. Quite a time to be alive. No, it's really exciting. And I wanted to say I just learned today when I was watching basketball that Green Day is going to be the halftime show, show for Grey the Cup. Grey Cup. And when I uh, texted my boy Joe in LA, yeah. I said, hey, Green Day is going to be doing the halftime show for the Grey Cup. He wrote me back, what is the Grey Cup? <laughs> so if you didn't know, now you know a lot of Americans don't know what the Grey Cup is. And I just wrote back, CFL Super Bowl. What's your favorite uh, Green Day song? Ooh, well, on my mind right now, yeah. uh, is it Welcome to Paradise? Welcome, yeah. Because I'm going there. But <laughs> <laughs> Well done. <laughs> Longview is a great one. What about you? Nice. I mean, I'm of the vintage, and uh, pardon my language, but I am of the vintage where my grad song was Time of Your Life. <laughs> that was my grad song right? too, actually. So as much as it pains me to... Um, yeah, 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 Green Day, baby. I got a love-hate relationship with Green Day, but I guess I have to pick that one, but could be Dookie. Dookie, yeah, is great. The fact that also, just briefly, I saw them on, um, I think they were doing one of the late-night talk shows recently, and they look the exact same, uh, yeah. same vintage. Yeah, like if- you and I, like you and I. <laughs> they just like bought a... Uh- I had their tape in a Walkman, and I can I was out chopping wood. I What's that? Ch- uh, I used to <laughs> chop wood, and I had the Green Day tape in, uh, in my Walkman. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. There's nothing more cathartic than chopping wood to Green Day. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. If you've had a long day, that's my recommendation. It's and I'm still, not even it still holds up. Still holds I'm up. I'm not bullshitting at all. I would love to do that. I, like, there's nothing better than splitting wood right down the middle, and then like in your ear, you got like, yeah. Welcome to day. paradise. This is paradise. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's a great way. I just wanted to say last night the Canucks, as you mentioned earlier, ten to one. I'm not talking about odds. I'm talking about the score. They won 10 to 1 last night. Yeah. Canucks were on fire. Justin, get excited. Canucks, this is the year. Pedersen, let's go. Pietro. A hockey player's hockey player, Rick, talk it. Got to talk it in my pocket. Yeah. Uh, the Canucks are rolling because they have some structure. They just had this this whole training camp with Rick Tockett. They're playing well. They're off to a great start, Jamal. It's early days, but the reason that they're they're playing so well early is because of Rick Tockett and the staff. 
I would love to see the Canucks just go on a run and finish above Edmonton and all the other teams that have been That'd hyped. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. For sure. Yeah. Is this the year, Justin, I'll put you on the mic go. right now. Is this the year a Canadian team wins the Stanley Cup? No. <laughs> no. No hesitation, ladies no. and gentlemen. No. A <laughs> lot, of, lot of pundits, a lot of big name pundits picking the Oilers to win it this year. Mm, I, mm. It's early and people are kind of crapping on them because it's early, but I don't think the Oilers have it. But they, no, no. They can't stop a nosebleed, so. No, no. I I love the Oilers. My people in Edmonton know how I feel about it, but it's not there yet. We got we got time. We got time. Do they have a mid-season tournament? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we answered that. Is the hardwood on a turn? <laughs> we bring back the glow puck. From the uh, the old American uh, Fox uh, days. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this floor is on fire. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Sports Class. I think this is our Larry Bird episode, episode 33, if I remember correctly. I should know because I did the editing for this goddamn thing. Bless your heart. Yeah. If you haven't done so already, find us on Instagram at the Sports Gloss. And if you haven't done so, find us in the bet stamp world and signupexpert.com slash sg go spend a few ducats there aj brown's gonna score this weekend parlay that with a little bit of a uh, jalen hurts touchdown anytime and i think you got yourself a nice sunday with that being said justin what do we always say to the people survive and advance aloha peace